Guys, welcome, welcome to the Stress Podcast. <laughs> That's what we're calling it today, aren't we? What are you calling it? That's what, what it's going to be. Um, yeah, do you know what? Let's let's start off. No, um, thanks for everyone that obviously listened to, downloaded, uh, subscribed, obviously on the back of the last podcast, the one all about training. Hopefully it was super, super helpful. Um, and if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to it. I just said to Chris, this is the reality. This is where we want to be like open and raw. I was like, you know, today I was like, we're covering stress because my stress personally is through the roof right now. And when I say stress, I mean in relation to your training as well. Um, yeah, that's where we're at, isn't it, Chris? <clears throat> I feel right, mate. But it's 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 probably a really good topic because it's so very normal for people to yep. be stressed, to have to deal with stress every single day. And it does make me laugh, actually, you know, and we're like, we're speaking, speaking with clients or just, just people, just general folk. And we're like trying to support them through stressful periods and trying to reframe things and map things out for them, make things seem a little bit easier to deal with. As if we're like robots to it all. Oh, literally, like, yeah. We never get stressed and we don't have to deal with these things and we're all perfect. And it's like, we're definitely not. We're far from it. We deal with these situations just as much as you and we struggle as well we might just overcome things potentially a bit quicker than you but sometimes not at the same time yeah. and it's just about it's, it's, it's about understanding when you do need to lean on someone else or voice certain things or try and take that step back and map things out write things down get get out of your head and that's that's a big thing and then also just also having an understanding of when you are stressed the impact that will then have on things like training performance or yeah. your decisions around nutrition and what food you're going to eat and how you rationalize things because it does it does change and i mean if we've been blunt right i mean stress literally fucks everything <laughs> as in much, yeah. those of you out there will be well aware and this is why i was like what a great subject to cover because it's so fresh in my head right now and i just said to chris before coming on i was like you know where where my stress personally is at right now I had a session in the gym yesterday and I'm not going to say it was a shit show because it, my session was relative to my stress levels. And this is how much it impacts your performance if you don't manage your stress. And, you know, look, I think the greatest thing here is to say, look, yeah, we've got all these tools, we've got all these things, we teach it, we coach it. That doesn't mean to say that we're immune to getting stressed. Like Chris said, you know, stress is still going to hit us. This little bout that I've got at the minute has hit me harder than I can't even remember stress like this before but you know even like um my example was i said you know when i was doing the hack squat i dropped the weight by 35 percent from my normal weight but it felt like i was lifting 300 times more that was that was the clear sign to me in my notes i literally just put i was like heavily stressed in brackets that was all i put in my notes and that was all i need to see so that hopefully you know i, I think actually my note was it was a heavily stressed and just after that i put don't worry, kid, you'll bounce back next week, right? Almost like that, that it's that voice to my future self to say, look, like this is temporary. It's going to pass and you're going to get past it. And by the way, this is the art of also making notes. But us bringing this podcast to you today is just to express that, that A, it's okay. <laughs> you know, you're going to have stressful periods of time and the stressful periods that you go through in terms of life and everything, they might be physical stress, they might be mental stresses, they might be emotional stresses, the environmental, there's so many different areas of stress. But people 
you know, like if I didn't have this awareness or knowledge, I could have left my session yesterday, been really, really pissed off at how I performed going, I've lifted lighter, you know, the session was a shambles like this and been really annoyed at it. it. But because I know how much stress does impact your performance, I managed to leave and go, hey, like genuinely, I literally gave myself a pat on the back. I was like, Rob, like well done for going. And I'll add in another little bit here as well. When I say well done for going, guys, I sat at my desk where I am now recording this for an hour procrastinating that session. That's what happens when stress takes over to, you know, a, should we say a chronic level is that you start to lose your rational thought process. I knew that going to the gym was going to help me, but I procrastinated for an hour because my head was just in this period of just exhaustion going, what do I do? And that's, I think the thing to point out there, I'll let you jump in Chris on that. No, you, you, you kind of covered it, but it's, it's really important to identify the trigger of your stress first. And then you, you can then, sort of work your way backwards from there and go, right, well, I know that this is the reason why I'm stressed. And I know that this is essentially going to impact me in, in these ways. But you you raised the point there of like, you could have easily let it really affect you, got really frustrated, got really you know agitated and irritable about the fact that you were lifting 35% less, which is quite significant, when, especially when it's such a big movement, like a hack squat. Yeah. A client, for example, could get really pissed off at that. And that just then compounds the stress even more and they go home and then it's fuck this i'm going to eat chocolate or if it's in the evening fuck this i'm going to go and get a beer or or a gin and tonic and that's going to sort me out when that decision to go and get a gin and tonic or a beer is then going to fuck you up even more because then you're going to sleep like shit you're not going to actually recover get yourself into a parasympathetic state which we know is the rest and digest state right you're going to keep yourself in a state that's going to be you know fight or flight, heart rate through the roof. You're going to continue to be stressed at a point when you need to be resting and recovering. So even though you're highly stressed at the minute, you're, you've actually got the knowledge and the education around, I understand what this is going to do. So let's just dial things down. We talk about dialing things up and dialing things down all the time. Perfect example of going, my training is going to be impacted. I'm just going to dial it down. And actually my win is going to be the fact that I completed all three, four sets at the best of my ability on that given day, because you could only train to the best of your ability on that day. And I saw a quote the other day, which was, which was class. I think it was actually one of my clients that shared it on her story was, um, if you've only got 40% to give and you give 40%, you've given a hundred percent. Yeah. Cause that's all you've got. But if you give that, that's hundred percent of that. And I was like, fucking too right. Um, and this is a prime example of that, prime example of that. And, you know, like I'll use an example this week of, of uh, a client in the gym. It's, it's not necessarily a, a stress issue, but it's still a management issue of a factor that's going to impact performance is that they've just come back from being, being poorly. They've not trained for over a week. They only just got back to feeling okay. They weren't 100%. They were 70, 80%. And they're like, I don't know whether to come in or, or not. I haven't really done any movement. I haven't acted. I said, listen, this is your body. You know how you feel. The judgment's on you. If you want to come into the gym, it could really benefit you just to move a little bit and we'll just bring the weights down. We'll just get you moving. Or if you feel like staying in bed, get an extra hour of sleep is going to benefit you. You make that decision. So the ownership was on them. They decided to come in and the session, we actually managed to push it potentially a little bit more than, than I would have thought based on, the information that they were giving me and what I could see. 
but by no stretch was it 100 it was still 60 70 percent but building that back in so that next week week after when they are back to full health we can go again and kick on so when we're linking this to training and performance and variables that affect, affect that, you've got all this other stuff that you need to consider. It's not it's not as clear cut as just going week to week to week, smashing it, smashing it, smashing it, smashing it. You're gonna have to you can only train as hard as your body's going to allow you at that given point. Yeah, literally, and you know, and that's well, like you said, then you know, I knew that was actually a question that I asked myself. <clears throat> you know, when you're leaving the gym, I'd, I'd said to myself, I just went. Did you give 100%, Rob, for what you had today? And I'll be honest, I was exhausted when I finished. I was exhausted. Um, I actually needed uh, a power nap, like, when I got home. That's how I, and that's when you know that you're not right. And this is, I think, the key message for you guys here is, like we said, to recognise, A, how much stress impacts performance, and to understand that there are many different variables of stress. So I can honestly tell you that literally, you know, like, my stress factors have been environmental for those that don't know we're in the minute uh, we're in the process of uh, emigrating countries um on top of that i've had physical stress in terms of you know my body which then when you go to the gym you apply more physical stress i've had mental uh, mental stress i've been learning a lot of new things of late stuff that i'm not used to so there's many different factors here <clears throat> as to what's coming in you know to my stress factors and the more that it accumulates the you know the obviously the more likelihood i've got of needing more recovery uh, i actually vaguely touched on this in terms of uh, optimal performance and optimal recovery in um in a webinar that we did for our one-to-one guys on uh, tuesday you might the more stress that you're under the you know the more intense your performance in the gym the more that your body needs to recover you might need more sleep you might need more rest day for example like that that's how you want to view this situation but yeah leaving the gym and knowing that i'd given 100 percent like it, that that was the that was the only justification that I needed. Whereas, let's spin this round to now potentially some of you guys listening to this. Like Chris said, you might go into the gym stressed, and then you get incredibly pissed off because you don't perform anywhere near as well as what you have done previously. And then when you get pissed off, you then become more stressed. Okay, but then at the same time, you are still training. Okay, and that's applying more stress to your body. You come home, then you eat poor quality foods, you get more wound up, etc. And the stress then accumulates tenfold. Imagine what I did just by cutting myself some slack. And genuinely, this I think coming back to this, doesn't it? Like being kind to yourself in situations, you know, and asking yourself, you know, why have I not performed anywhere near my best today? Like, why? What is it? You know, well, this, this, and this is bothering me. Like Chris said, you know, identify the stress, um, you know, factors. What is it that's bothering you right now? What is it that's leading to that stress? Because then you can start to break that down and you can cut yourself some frigging slack when you do like I did. You identify six, seven factors for what's been going on, on in your life, you know, at this moment in time. And you go, do you know what, mate? Like, fair play for frigging getting to the gym. Like literally, like that's what you need to be doing. And like I said, giving myself personally a pat on the back, it's where some of you guys are so intensely hard on yourselves when you don't look at the factors you think you should perform. Let's take some professionals in this, you know, the likes of Roger Federer. I know he's retired now, but Roger Federer, Lionel Messi, all these guys. I always used to use this expression. Like, do those guys perform every single time they step on a field? No. So why is your expectation for yourself to perform Every single time you step into a gym or every single time you step into a workout in general, be that lifting weights, be that a run, be that going to a fitness class, your expectation is what's killing you rather than just having the appreciation of going, hey, 
I frigging made it today. And that was me, that was me yesterday, literally, at the time of recordings. If people listening to this haven't watched, and you can be a cricket fan or a non-cricket fan, if you've if you haven't watched Ben Stokes documentary on Amazon Prime, go and watch it. And if you haven't, Rob, you I, I need to, I need to watch that. Yeah, I've not watched that. I've watched it in, in, in bit parts um, as I've sort of done my cardio, so I've not watched it all in one go because I, I didn't really need to, but it was perfect example there of like looking up at, you know, these elite performers and the documentary opens up huge, huge amount of, it, 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 it's not even stress, it's, it's trauma, right? For, for yeah, yeah. And the, the way that he's had to overcome these massive traumas across his, across his life you know, and he's 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 not he's not always made the best decisions, the, the correct decisions, and he's been through a hell of a lot of shit that you know some have been his own undoing, some have just been you know unfortunate. But from like a psychological point of view of how you can overcome these, you know, <laughs> on the on the the mentorship that I'm doing now, we we've done we've looked into stress and stress management and and the coaching considerations around it. And one one of the summary points was every individual will handle and manifest stresses differently. So the reason why I'm using this, this example of Ben Stokes and you're using these elite forms because all right, that you know they're they're at the top of the top of their field in their sport, they're given sports, they're athletes, they they have tremendous amounts of stress on them. But it's all it's all relative. We you've got an immense amount of stress on you. I've got an, a, you know an immense amount of stress on me at times because of certain things. And everyone does everyone everyone handles these these things differently. So whenever I watch these things of like, you know, like Ben Stokes documentary or what, you know, what, whatever, whatever else, you know, these, these elite performers, I'll always, always either put myself in their shoes or try and make it relatable to me and go, well, actually, yeah, that's, that's actually a similar feeling as to what I was feeling in this situation. Just because I'm not Ben Stokes does not mean that I don't feel the same as what he was feeling in a certain circumstance. Yeah. And you can almost then take learnings from fucking, oh yeah, he has overcome that quite well by doing this, this, and this, you know, having a therapist or a psychologist and, you know, uh, you know, that sparked a bit of interest in me. So actually, would that help me? Is that something that I could consider at some stage? Um, 100%. Yeah. So it's, it's all relative. And if you listen to this and you think, fucking, oh yeah, I am really stressed and I have all these feelings that the guys are talking about, that's normal. You're just a normal human being. We, you know, we all, we all handle it differently and we all have these, external things that are you know some are a bit more consistent than others some some sort of you know rear, rear their head at different times which isn't ideal but you know you, you can only do so much at any given time it's it's about trying to t- take that step back look at the bigger picture and go right how can i prioritize what essentially needs to get done or prioritize myself so like I'll, I'll use our, our our example today was Rob and I blocked out a period of time later today to, to do some joint work together. That's not necessarily urgent. It's stuff that we want to get done and get done pretty quickly. But speaking to, speaking to Rob and the situation that we're both in, in terms of the work that we've got, that is a priority. We've had to juggle our priorities today. Yep. A, just to make sure that we're performing at our best and our energy levels are preserved because that's really important for the business and the, the service that we provide. If we're not at our best possible um, sort of energy levels, let's say, for example, or 
focus and concentration and that's going to drop off so we've we've essentially sacrificed that three hours that we had blocked because that's going to give us some time just to recalibrate slightly probably rob more so than me but still it's actually really going to help me out because that was a conversation if we hadn't spoke about that we'd have both carried on burning ourselves out today going fucking hell this is a grind this isn't helping stress is going to carry on until until tomorrow and then it's another day of you know fucking hell we're struggling here because of x y and z so you just yeah. have to realign and readjust certain things at yeah. certain times. And if we hadn't if we hadn't had that conversation, we wouldn't have done it, would we? No. So you we, got, we, we would have we would have literally just just plowed through. We just got heads down, wouldn't we, and just gone. Fucking and I'll be honest, I'd I'd have got I'd have got to Saturday, and dropped everything, switched off my phone, switched off my laptop, and been like, right, I'm in desperate need of a recovery day here. Hmm. Well, literally that kind of thing, and. I think that 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 leads leads me nicely because just made a note as you're doing that, and it's a great little line for people to take away is that the ability that your body has to recover will determine your ability to get the best out of yourself. Literally, like your ability to recover, and a lot of people think recovery is just recovery from training. No, it's not. Recovery is your ability to recover men- recover mentally as well as physically. OK, if you can recover in both those areas and you can, you know, what happens when you when you overtrain and you've got severe DOMS, you know, and your body's crying out going, oh, my God, give me a break. Right. So, I mean, some people, if you've not been uh, trained or educated and it will plow on thinking it's great to have muscle soreness all the time. It's not, by the way, but that's for another day. Right. So, you know, when your body gives you that, your body is a constant feedback mechanism. So that means that physically your body needs a break. Sometimes we can feel physically exhausted. Okay. These are all signs that your body is giving you to go, look, have a frigging rest, right? Imagine when I did that session yesterday, came back and I was like, oh my God, I need a nap. Like I literally couldn't think I was white. Like my head was white. And it's like, that's my body telling me mentally I'm exhausted. He's going, Rob, like take your foot off the gas, go and lie down, take half an hour, breathe get some oxygen to your brain and then even like this today you know it's not that just one day and suddenly click your fingers or you know one nap and you suddenly recovered it sometimes needs this recognition from either a physical or a mental perspective to understand right what's my ability to recover and by the way when we talk about stress like chris mentioned then so the stress that i'm under now my ability to then handle this will then increase my stress threshold just like when you train okay when you first start training, if you're doing back squats and you do 40 kilos and you get muscle soreness after it, when you train consistently over a period of time, your training tolerance picks up. That means your body's ability to handle the stress that you're putting it under starts to pick up. You become more efficient at recovering. The same happens from a mental perspective as well. The more stress you put yourself under like that, and the more that you then listen to your body and then recover and overcome from that stress to move to the next level, next time your stress threshold will be higher than what it is this time. And it keeps moving up and up and up, obviously the more demands that you place on yourself, but it only moves up and up and up if you recognize that you're under stress and you take your foot off the gas and you do a step back and you go, hey, I just need to recover at this moment in time, physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever it is. Um, But the main thing of this was just basically to outline the impacts that it has upon your performance and to get you to recognize to be that little bit kind to yourself if you are under massive stress when you go to the gym and realize that it's okay to go in and not lift the weights that you lifted last time or not run as quick as you did last time your performance will be profoundly impacted by your stress levels 
And I realized that yesterday. Obviously, I knew it was going to happen, but you know, like it was good for me to recognize. Sometimes you've got to be selfish. You've got to be selfish. And I know that we, we you know, we, we've been brought up in, in an era that's whole oh, self, no, being selfish is bad. You have to be selfless. And of course, you know, of course you have to be selfless and caring and empathetic and all that kind of stuff and just be a decent human. But there are times where you have to put yourself first for the sake of others. Yeah. If you if you cannot look after yourself at a point where you need to look after yourself most, you're going to really spiral into a pretty bad place and you're really going to do some damage, potentially long-term damage, whether that's physically or mentally. So it's so important to have those moments of understanding where that threshold is and understanding how you can really manage when you're about to, you know, hit that ceiling of that threshold and understand, right, this is, I'm, I'm getting up to a point where I just need to manage things that bit better. It's not easy, but you you can do it through, you know, through coaching, through having another set of eyeballs that are looking at your life and understanding of the variables that are placed on you. Because we, we see it all the time, we look at some numbers and somebody will come to us and go, or, you know, we'll check in, for example, go, oh, it's been a really shit week. Oh, I'm really stressed. Like work's been manic, but I still got my workouts in and I did all my cardio and I did all my steps. I'm like, well, no wonder you feel like you've had a shit week because the stress that you've got on you psychologically from work, the stress that you're putting on yourself physically as well, you're not giving yourself any time to just kind of just breathe. So like I'll say to people, right, just do two or three workouts this week, max, no cardio, steps, we're bringing them down. And the week after you refreshed, ready to go, energized. And by that point, the work stress, as one example, has been reduced. So you're ready to go again. And we spoke about it in the, the training webinar last week about like, you know, your bandwidth is going to go up and down with work or other stresses in your life. So when it's when it's closing and your bandwidth is reduced, you then have to probably reduce certain things, whether it's the amount of steps you do, whether it's your workouts you do a week. If you do one or two workouts a week when it's busy, then when your, your window of opportunity opens of, well, I'm, I'm not stressed now, I can get my full because brilliant, but you're going to have to go and, and, and train hard in that, in that period. Um, so, yeah, un, un, understanding that management around the period of, right, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, feeling pretty stressed, feeling pretty tired, my energy levels are up and down, I'm, I'm a bit more reliant on caffeine, for example, I'm a bit more reliant on, Know, getting myself a bit more of a you know a bit more of a buzz from you know from a stimulant as opposed to actually looking at where I'm at because my sleep's compromised because of stress and without having that understanding of the the knock-on effect of these things people just think oh, I'll just I'll keep grinding away I'll keep grinding away because we're in that era of just keep working hard keep working hard keep working hard the dividends will pay off it's like you can't fucking do that all the time you're going to have a point where you're going to have to stop pause have a look review adjust go again you've got to do it if you don't do it you're literally gonna you're gonna like i say do some potentially long-term damage physically or mentally and it's it's so important to have that have those those pit stops and that's what it is isn't it it's like a pit stop it's going into it's going into the pit stop to refuel get a new set of tires have literally have a moment have a review of things and, and off you go again literally and, and, yeah. it, it, that, and that's what needs to be it doesn't need to be anything long term it's not you know, like 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 we spoke last week about I'm going to Dubai in a few weeks and I'm actually just looking forward to just actually just having a bit of a switch off for, for a few days. Yeah. Not that it's not that I dislike what I do, I love what I do, but you know, it'll be nice to not get up at half four, quarter <laughs> five yeah. on back to back mornings. 
because you know it, it's 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 in, it's a rare a rarity yeah but it's just it's just not having that natural pit stop and you know people will people will understand that when they go on holiday and weekends away and stuff like that but you there's going to be times where you're going to have to do it during the week or in those in those times where things are really sort of um you know dialed up big time and it, it says it all like you just touched on it there like even going back to the note that i made in my workout you know remember you're heavily stressed you know mm. you'll bounce back next week that's a note to my future self and it also states look it's temporary and you know what i will do on this as well guys is you those of you that are listening if you are struggling like with stress of any degree right now I will more than happily uh, send you over the trainings that we've got inside our elite portal in terms of how to manage your stress, but just like a little dip in the ocean with that, we've kind of touched on it, but just so that we we wrap up this podcast with like some steps to help you overcome it, you know, one of the first, well, the first thing that you've got to do is identify the stress factor or the stressors, right? What is it that's stressing you out? Literally label them. Don't keep them in your head because that's not going to get you anywhere. Write down the stress factors on a sheet of paper. Okay, right. Stress number one is this. Stress number two is that. Okay. Then next to each one, you just need to identify, do you have full control over that stress factor? As in, is it something that you can do something about? Do you have some control or do you have no control at all? Right. When you, when you help break that down, a bit like, you know, let's even use the example that Chris said earlier, you know, recognizing that we've got a couple of other things to do that are a priority. We've actually moved something out of our calendar that was a block of like three hours, I think it was, um, you know, to give us both back three hours today because we realized, look, this is within our control. We can move this somewhere else. It's not a necessity right now. This is what you want to look at with each stress factor. Is it within your control? Have you got some control over it or have you got no control at all? Okay. Once you identify that, you can then start to affect the the things that you actually have control over. And that will already help you just de-stress on several areas. And this literally is, you know, what I've done, you know, the past 24 hours, like it's that fresh. I've identified what it is that's stressing me out. I've highlighted it and I've gone, well, what's within your control? What can we take a step back on? What can we push on with, et cetera? You know, just to ease a little bit of pressure, you know, on my shoulders. And this is something that's going to help take you forwards. And hopefully you've understood just the, the impacts that your stress will have on your training. And believe you me, we've literally only just skimmed the surface because how your stress affects your training. Yeah, we understand that now, but there's many other reasons behind it in terms of, you know, your nutrition, the way that your body digests, the way that your body absorbs nutrients, pumps around the body to help you recover, et cetera. That is a huge factor, the way stress affects sleep. Okay. Obviously if you're not sleeping right, imagine how you're recovering. Imagine how that affects performance. It goes into like a huge, huge deep dive. But yeah, if anyone does have any questions, I think on the back of this, me and Chris are always open to helping people. Uh, no, you don't have to pay for it. Drop us a message on Instagram like that. If it's just a question, we can drop your voice not back. Like we We've always said this, we love helping people. So please do reach out. If you don't anything like say, more than happy to send you over the stress training, how to manage and overcome your stress. Okay. And manage and overcome is the key words. We're not saying eliminate stress. Okay. That's physically impossible. That is not a realistic expectation. So how to manage and overcome your stress will happily send you the training that is on that. Just reach out to us on social media and we will get that fired your way. So just a reminder, Instagram handles at robabbis.rca at chrismeek.rca. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week, Chris. I'm going to jump, I'm going to jump in before we end, mate. I, I was going to, yeah, I was going to, I was going to say, I was just going to say, no. Chris might have a closing message anyway. So no, I, and I, I won't, I won't take any credit for for these two things, but they're both 
from the the stress management module from the M10 mentorship. Um, one, one's a quote from Luke Lehman, who I believe is um, part of Muscle Nerds, I think, um, who are really, I follow them on Instagram, they're, they're brilliant in terms of uh, training education. Um, but this quote is, a healthy body will progress much faster than an unhealthy one. If you're highly stressed, you're essentially unhealthy. So the first thing that you need to work out is getting rid of that stress or reducing that stress and being as healthy as you possibly can to then make progress. Because just like we said at the start, you're going to get really frustrated if you're not making progress, but you could be not making progress because you're highly stressed. So you need to focus on the stress first as opposed to the progress, which is, I think, a brilliant, brilliant quote. Um, but then the in summary of a lot of that and something that we we really need to think about as human beings is we can only work with what we have available. And what you had available in the gym yesterday was a reduced amount of what you normally have available. And you recognized that and you adjusted and you made changes based on that and gave your all with what you had. And if, if you're listening to this and you're going into the gym today, tomorrow, over the weekend, whenever it is, and you don't feel 100% and you do feel like you might not have as much as you normally do, that's okay. But have a think about what you can do Focus on that and give your all towards that. That's that's the key thing, especially when stress is is heightened. Review pre-session, during session, post-session, so that talking to your future self, you know next time what you can do that little bit better. And saying that, we're off for a round of golf tomorrow instead. <laughs> or a driving range. <laughs> Guys, um, a pleasure, a pleasure to obviously deliver that and hopefully you really, really enjoyed it. Like we say, as always, please share it, share it. Don't forget to tag us, get us in your stories like that. It will be greatly appreciated if you have listened to this all the way through. Like you say, we hope that you found it super, super valuable. Um, other than that, just make sure that you action it and we will be back next week with another podcast. Cheers, everyone.